Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's uh, not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people discussing a movie that they love. So the format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they've seen a hundred times, something they've worn the VHS tape out. Um, that's happened. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's just a movie that, that they really love. And we'll talk about the actors, the director, the plot. But we'll also just talk about the personal connection that my guest has to that movie and how it affected their lives. So if that's something you're interested in, keep listening. This is Lisa, and I have a guest with me here today, Mitch. Um, and Mitch, what are you here to discuss with us today? Uh, I'm here to talk about Drop Dead Gorgeous. Awesome. I love this movie, so I was really excited when you suggested it. <laughs> yes, it's been one of my favorites since I was a kid. Awesome, awesome. Um, let's see. So, yeah, it's kind of like one of those movies that I, I sort of forgot about. Like, I kind of forgot about this movie, and then you mentioned it, and then uh, there's the little kind of sh- long story short here is that I went and looked for it on every platform I could think of and could not find it. And yeah. It was yeah. Crazy. It's kind of become a, a quintessential cult classic in the sense that it is almost impossible to find now. It's so funny because I, I really, you know, just took it for granted that we have so many different ways to watch a movie it never occurred to me I wouldn't be able to find it, like, at well, all. Well, it's strange, because it used to be streaming on Netflix for years. Um, yeah. When they, when they first introduced streaming, it was one of the first movies that they had. So it's bizarre to me that it's so impossible to find now. Yeah, well, there's and there's, like, another movie with the same title that's yep. terrible. And I actually didn't even realize there was another movie. I, I, pl- I pressed play thinking it was this movie. And then I was like, oh, what is this? No, <laughs> this is not what I wanted at all. <laughs> yeah, that's a completely different movie compared to this one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it was quite a quite a bit darker, which is kind of weird because this is pretty dark. But <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so yeah, so I took it for granted that I would be able to find it. And I I, I ended up getting a copy of it and finally watching it. And then my computer died. <laughs> yes. In the middle of trying to call you. So I was just like, he's going to think that all these are just excuses. But <laughs> I was like, literally, it was the hardest time ever getting to this point. Well, but we're here. And, so. <laughs> and I started my travel season for work. So I felt really bad trying to schedule this. Oh, <laughs> but it's finally happening. Yeah. And no worries. Like uh, when I traveled for work, it was it was pretty constant and exhausting. And even if I had like one day in between, there is no way I would have the energy to also record a podcast. So I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think I'm going to read the uh, synopsis really quick for this movie okay. and then we'll kind of jump into it. So this came out in 1999, uh, which sounds about right. Um, I, I can't remember how I first saw this movie. I don't remember if it was on, if I saw it in theaters or just, on DVD or VHS or anything like that, but that era sounds about right to me. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it whenever um, Netflix only did DVDs. My family got Netflix back in 2002 when they first started. Oh, okay. And uh, this was, everyone had their own little DVD queue in our family, and um, this movie was highly recommended to me by some friends, and I watched it when I was a, a freshman in high school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what age I was when I watched it, but I, I know that it wasn't on Netflix. I know that it was either on TV or, or I rented it, but, um, but yeah, I remember really liking it. And like, honestly, when I was starting to read about this movie and look it up on like Rotten Tomatoes and just read about it, I, I just assumed this was like a hit. <laughs> like I assumed yeah. this was like a classic that everyone had seen and knew a lot about and then found out that was not the case. And I was really shocked by that because I feel that, I mean, people around your age and around my age, I think resonated with it, but I feel kind of bad that it's not more popular because I think a lot of people now would really like it too. Absolutely. And the cast is 
phenomenal. Like, if you look yes. at those people's careers after that movie, it's like, holy shit, how is this movie not more popular with all of these famous people in it? I know, it's crazy. Okay, I got distracted. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go back okay. to the synopsis. <laughs> I get a little carried away. Okay, so 1999, Drop Dead Gorgeous. An annual beauty pageant in small-town Minnesota turns ridiculously competitive and ultimately chaotic in this biting comedy. Amber, the daughter of hard-drinking Mama Nett, and Becky Lehman, who is motivated by her former beauty queen mother, Gladys, are among the top contenders in this event. As Amber, Becky, and other local girls prepare for the big day, bizarre incidents occur leading up to, leading up to an ending with a bang. <laughs> but Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, that, that's what happens. Um, I guess let's kind of go through really quick. So you said you were uh, in high school when you saw this. Yes. Cool. Okay, that's a good. That's like the perfect time to see it. I think that's yeah, when it resonates my, with you the most. My mom had a habit um, when I was young of forcing me to watch movies. Um, <laughs> I would come downstairs and she would be like, she would tap her hand on the couch and be like, "Sit down." And this was before you know, you had when I before I had an excuse of places to be because I was a nerdy <laughs> little kid at home. My mom would be like, "Okay, sit down for two hours. We're going to watch this movie because I think it's important that you see this movie." Um, That's awesome. So I grew up watching a lot of films, um, a lot of older movies, and my mom got me really into dark comedies. Um, so movies like The War of the Roses, um, Clue, a lot of yes. Mel Brooks movies. Oh, um, yes. Things where things do not go exactly as planned. Um, That's but it's good still parenting. funny in a dark way. Yes. <laughs> yes. She was a great parent, like the way that she made me watch movies. That's that's one of my things I thank her for the most. Um, but Drop Dead Gorgeous was the first time that I sat my mama down and said, Aww. you need to sit down and watch this movie. It's important. Um, yes. Because it was, and it was the first time we'd ever seen like a mockumentary style film like this before. Um, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. It so, kind of, yeah. I, I feel like it kind of started that idea i know that there were movies before this that did that but it was the sure. first time that we kind of got to see that um in a way and the cast is so freaking good like yes it's, it's so mine i freaking love kirstie alley she's one of my favorite actresses she's so crazy <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i think i think the the other one that i think of is uh the rock the rock and roll one um that, what's it called the one with the Oh my gosh, I'll think of it later. But there's there's the one where the they turn the music up to eleven. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, uh, this is Final Tap. Yep, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my Nick just waved me down and said Final Tap. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the one that I always think of. But I don't I don't remember when that came out actually. But either way, there definitely hasn't been something on this level. I think of like high school kids and funny and smaller scale than a huge you know, rock band that's mockumentary. Yeah. 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 I think you're right for sure. Um, that's funny that you say, uh, that you got so much of your movie taste from your mom, because I think I kind of have the same thing going on, uh, with my dad and, uh, almost every episode that we've talked about a movie, I'm like, Oh yeah, I saw that in my living room with my dad and my uncle. And I'm like, I guess I saw every movie there. Like <laughs> it's kind of weird, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I think just a lot of kind of what shaped the, the movies that I like today were because of, of him. Um, but yeah, uh, I think this movie, I, I'm really glad we're doing this genre. I kept telling you when you suggested, it, I was like, this is really like refreshing and adds a little bit of diversity of choice because I haven't covered a comedy at all. Like in all the episodes we've had, there hasn't been any comedies. There's been no mockumentaries. I'm like excited. So <laughs> anyway. A comedy is my favorite genre. But oh, I really? Mean, oh, okay, I, cool. Yeah, I love sci-fi. Like sci-fi is my jam. But if I think about like my top 10 favorite movies, the majority of them are going to be comedies. Oh, um, okay, awesome. Yeah, I, I love comedy. And and I feel like the comedy genre has kind of suffered recently. Yes. Um, but pre-2000, I think there was just a well of amazing comedic films. Um, yes. That yeah. came out for this movie. Uh, so I wrote down the director's name. It's Michael Patrick Jan. And it kind of seems like the way this movie ended up being received, it kind of, he just decided like not to direct again after this. Did you see that from the, yeah. And this is yeah. the only movie he's ever made. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, it's so, so sad. See, it is sad, but I saw that he moved on to do Reno 911, which makes complete that makes so sense. Much sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
like that, awesome. that explains a lot. <laughs> it really does. And, and, uh, the writer, Lana Williams, it was really cool reading about her because, you know, she actually was in a beauty pageant and yes. kind of based this whole thing. I mean, this is definitely one of those things where it's like, write what you know. And she did that and it was so successful. I mean, she really, I think captured like a moment, <laughs> you know, she yes. really captured what that feels like to be in a small town and, you know, trying to escape it. And I, I think people that grow up maybe like in the Bible belt mm-hmm. will really kind of connect with this movie, you know, because yes. yes. there's just a lot of stuff that doesn't get said, or especially in the nineties that didn't get said that you were like, yep, right there. <laughs> That's what yep. I'm talking about. So and it's yep. funny that she said it really was her escape. Like, that's how she got out of her small town was through a, a beauty pageant. Like, I would never think of that as a way out, you know. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> but it's just so, it just made for such irony in the movie, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you, reading her backstory was really fascinating. I highly recommend anyone listening to read the BuzzFeed article that I'm sure me and Lisa both read. It was it was very interesting about to hear about her life. Oh, yeah, it was so awesome when you were telling me, hey, did you read the BuzzFeed article? I was like, yep, I'm actually, I highlighted several <laughs> parts of it. I'm going to read it. Yeah, if, if you guys, I'll, I'll put a link in, in our group and um, on Twitter and such so that you guys can go read it. It's, it's a really good read. Of course, we won't cover the entire article, but... Um, it has so much good stuff in there. It just really captured so much about this movie. And I found myself, normally I look on a few different sources to get information, uh, mm-hmm. about the, the, you know, the actors, the directors or writers. But in this case, like the best information I got was actually from this article. Yes. Like I just found myself <laughs> returning back to this article instead of the trivia section of IMDB or something, you know? It's yeah. Just, it was very, so very good. detailed. Yeah. It was like so good. Um, Let's see. I was going to read maybe a couple quick things from here. Uh, Let's see. I like this part. It's a quote from Jan, uh, the director. It says, you're really invested in this particular story, and then it's gone. And you're like, oh, this isn't a story of the good girl versus the bad girl. This is a more esoteric story of success as sort of a mercenary and empty and meaningless. Yes. I love that. (laughs) Because I love it so much. I mean, it's so true. I mean, this, this movie, it's not like there's a clear good guy, bad guy, winner, loser situation. I don't no. know. And and that's what's so, so amazing about it. And I think that that's something that you don't see, especially in the, like the teen genre ever. Yes. You know, we have like mean girls, which I love, but mm-hmm. you know, they usually follow that, that kind of formula of good kid, bad kid, jocks, geeks. And this yep. kind of just completely strays off the map from that. And that's something that I think is really amazing about the story. Yeah, they do, They don't have a hero. They don't have. I mean, they they have a hero and they have a villain, but there's no like clear winner. It's it, and to me, the winner of this this movie is karma. Like the Seriously, karmatic yeah. scale <laughs> in this is so intense, and um, that's the reason I love it so much. Just because I hate I hate predictable. Um, when it comes to films and I feel like comedies, um, and teen movies really fall into that trope a lot of the time. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons, you know, I don't like more modern comedies and teen movies just because they're, it's, you you know, what's going to happen. Um, with this movie, like when I went into it, I thought I knew what was going to (laughs) happen and boy, was I wrong. (laughs) Right. Right. Within the first 15 minutes, I'm no, it was the first eight minutes. We, we timed it that's when the movie completely flips you on your head. Right, right. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm reading here, um, just to, to kind of paraphrase a part of it, um, it, it was pretty dark, but did you read, like, the original ending was going to be even darker? Yes, yes, that I did. Kirstie was going to kill herself in prison? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Let's see. Oh, shooting spree at the end. You know what? I, I could have handled it. I feel like I could have done with that. I just, I don't, we, we were talking about it when we rewatched it before this and Mm -hmm. they kind of have some hints to that ending. I do think they do. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't, I don't like that as much. I loved Kirstie Alley being like, because I love Kirstie Alley. So even though she's insane, like as an actual person, as an actress, I think she's hilarious. So anytime she's given more airtime, I'm okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel, I feel like, uh, well, actually I feel that way about a couple actresses in this movie, but yes, with Kirstie Alley, I really feel that the, like the media, the focus on 
her weight gain and loss. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's really sad that she's so funny and so talented. And yet I feel like her, her public image on those areas really overshadowed her entire career. And it really yep. shouldn't have, like it shouldn't have mattered. And it was so big that it kind of destroyed her career. And it's like, yep. why? And it's like, when you go back and watch movies like this, you know, I just, it, it makes me realize how much I missed, miss seeing her and like yeah. enjoying her performance. It's kind of like when you watch, um, that Star Trek movie that she's in. Yeah, she's a Vulcan. Yeah, and you're like, oh my gosh, Kirstie Alley. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> like you kind of forget about her, and then you see yes. her again. And you're like, man, I miss her. Yeah, and yeah, she just I does such a good a, job. I think that's another reason we watch this movie so often is because I enjoy her performance so immensely, um, because she is so insane in this movie and so funny, um, and and you don't get to see that much anymore of her. And I I watched her reality show that she had for a second, and like I said, she's she is crazy. Like she's absolutely crazy in real life. But as an actress, <laughs> like I I enjoy her performance so much. Yes, I I think her delivery is just so good. I mean, this yes. character could have been just a hard sell, you know. And yeah. it, instead, it's like you're not rooting for her, but it's kind of like you just really love to hate her. Yes, it's that's kind of like yeah, exactly. It's kind of like uh, uh, the other, um, not the mom. I think that's Ellen Barkin, right? But yes, uh, who is what's the name of the actress that is um, the aunt? I recognize. Oh, her the too. the neighbor, Loretta. Yeah, yeah, Loretta. Yeah, Allison Janie. Allison Janie. Okay, she. Yeah. I was in love with her character. <laughs> She's my movie. favorite character in the entire She's thing. So amazing! Yes. I was like. And, and she's, uh, she's on, um, mom, right. Is that, is that yep. the name of the show with, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, the second I saw her, I was like, okay, she's really familiar and surely she has a, a big career by now. And so I went in oh, on yeah. IMDB and I was reading about all, all the things she'd been in. And I was like, yes, okay. I feel better. Cause it's like one of those things where you're like, I really hope this person's successful. Yeah, she was on the West Wing and won a bunch of Emmys. Like, she's she's a big-time performer. Um, But, again, this is my favorite performance of hers I've ever seen. (laughs) That's so awesome. Yeah, embarrassingly, I haven't seen a lot of the West Wing, so I'm I'm weak in that area, too. (laughs) I've seen a little bit, but not a whole lot. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, so you said she's your favorite character. Her mom's pretty cool, too, but, yeah, the the aunt is, like, definitely my favorite. Um, Yeah, I find myself quoting her more out of everybody <laughs> what are like your top favorite quotes from a movie oh my god uh, they're so this movie is so quotable i'm really pretty positive is. i quote it once a day like not gonna lie oh, um so the sequence where um amber's mom is trying to open the beer can with her claw hand um <laughs> and when she says i did it like oh yeah she just destroys it she's like she destroys it. it gets like a milliliter of beer out of it and is so proud of herself um <laughs> my husband and i matt we we quote that probably every day anytime we need to say i did it we say it like that i did it <laughs> That's so funny. And plus, I, I really like that uh, her family is like, why don't you just use your other hand? And she's like, the doctor told me to use this hand. It's like, yeah, the doctor told do me doctors, to practice. Do doctors do that? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that's so good. Oh, go ahead. So, so my mom, um, she grew up in a small town, so she related to this movie way more than I ever did. Um, even though I love it so much, she like was so into it. And her favorite part of the entire movie was um, when she gets to go to state and she gets to stay at the airport Hojo um, (laughs) and gets so excited. And I never understood why that was so exciting. And my mom like had to explain to me, she's like, listen, if you live in a small town, the closer you can be to an airport, it's like the closer you get to be to get out of that town. So that's what makes it so exciting to get to stay right by the airport. Cause it's like you're getting (laughs) to get out of that town. Cause she said like during her prom, they went to the airport like motel and that's where her and all of her friends stayed for their prom because it was such a big deal to stay at a hotel by the airport (laughs) um another one we say is if uh matter i have to run to the bathroom we'll quote the the beauty queen who ate the shellfish being like i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) um that's what we do we do pretty usually it's just like normal lines in our normal life if we have to say something similar to something in drop dead gorgeous we'll just replace it with um 
a line from Drop Dead Gorgeous. That's that's the best way to do it. Uh, Nick and I have like a list of people we're never allowed to meet because we quote movies that they're in or things that they're in too much, <laughs> and it would yeah. get like weird. Yeah, <laughs> it would seem intentional, but it would be like, no, this is actually how we talk by yes. quoting these things. So, yeah. um, I I did get to quote the Mall of America. Um, there should be a parking lot of America to go with the Mall of America. While I was at the Mall of America um, in December, we went and visited my cousin who lives in Minneapolis, and we went to the Mall of America, and I kept quoting every line from the sequence when they go to the mall. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And my, my cousin was like, did you come here just because of that movie? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. You're like, <laughs> the only reason I'm here. you? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I asked, I was like, where's Mount Rose? And she's like, that's not a place. And I was like, take me there. <laughs> You're like, Mount Rose. figure it out and take me there. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. Yeah. I, I went to mini, uh, uh, I did a group in Minneapolis one time, but I never got to actually go to the mall. They had several, uh, off sites to the mall, but I never got to be in the, the one that went with the, with the group. So I, I I've never been, how, how did insane. you feel about it? Um, I loved it. Well, the reason I loved it is because it had a couple of stores that you can't go to in Texas, okay. uh, because I travel so much, um, across the country and in Canada, I've been to places that you can't go to in Texas and the, that mall had all of them. So I was oh. like, this place is great, um, <laughs> but it, it's definitely a weird experience. Cause it's like four stories and like, you have to like plan where you're going to go or you're just going to be walking forever in there. They have an amusement park in the middle. It's, it's insane. Yeah. I, I, I've always heard that and I never yes. got to, um, to go. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. We talked about Kirstie Alley. We talked about, we haven't talked about the main character yet. So let's talk about Kirsten Dunst. Amber Atkins. <laughs> Amber Atkins. Her tap dancing <laughs> in the in the morning. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> I love that scene so much. Or scenes. Um, so I think her her only other movie before this was Interview with the Vampire, or at least big movie. Yeah, I think that was her biggest one before this. Yeah, where she got like a I think a, a Golden Globe nomination out of it too. I mean, it's really good. It's it's really strange to see her in that movie because she's like tiny she's a child and she yes, delivers such a chilling performance but if you read about her in that movie she says she doesn't even like remember it like remember filming it like remember anything so about weird it. and it's like how did she deliver did they hypnotize her how does she deliver those performances <laughs> like it's so good um but yeah this movie i think it's it's kind of one of those movies that even if it doesn't do well at the box office i think a lot of talent sees it or like a lot of casting agents and directors mm -hmm. and they they pull that person into bigger projects because like you said so many stars in this movie it's like ridiculous yeah and i think she gives a really good subtle good girl performance that mm -hmm. i really appreciate like her she's not you know there's so many over-the-top characters um in this movie um specifically in the group of girls that are are participating in the pageant sure um, and she's probably the most sane out of all of them. Right. Uh, and I love the fact that her role model is Diane Sawyer. That's like one of my favorite things about her because it's so funny. It's so random. <laughs> it like, is oh, random. Okay. <laughs> she's like, Diane um, Sawyer's on TV or whatever she says. She's like, Diane Sawyer did this. She did that. And you're like, her? Yeah. For what reason? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Um, but but I think she she gives that kind of straight performance that is so necessary in movies like these sure. um, to kind of keep the focus. But it's not so boring that, like, you don't like her. She's right. still so likable, and you're rooting for her throughout the entire movie. Right, and she's, you know, reacting to what's happening. And yes. she's not giving, like, kind of like you said earlier, it's not predictable. She doesn't... Mm -hmm. um, I guess, react in the ways that you would always expect. Either. Yes. Like sometimes, you know, she reacts like a real person, which you yes. don't expect in this movie. Sometimes she's just like, oh, well, well, here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, she doesn't go, I'll never give up. She's just like, well, this sucks. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really like refreshing. Um, yeah. so yeah. So the next person uh that i or the, actually the main person i thought of when i saw this movie or just really stood out to me was denise richards i could not believe how funny she was in this movie she is a horrible actress in my mind like <laughs> i loved her in this though i adore her in this movie like 
I hated her in the James Bond movie that she did. Like, oh yeah, that was every awful. every other performance I've seen her, and I'm like, God, she's awful. But for some reason in this movie, she is so freaking funny. Like, yeah, she's good. It's like she's really mean girl, very intense, yes. super crazy, and it comes across like very convincingly. But like you said, I haven't liked her in anything I've ever seen. I remember she was even when she did her like reality show i was like yeah. it's just making me hate you even more it's terrible yep. like every, yep. i've never liked her and then when i watched this movie i was like a forgot that it was her and then b just couldn't believe that you know there, there's some kind of like rose-colored lenses sometimes with some of these older movies but i was like no she really was really funny in this like yeah how is that possible <laughs> i think she she played the opposite of um kirsten dunce really really well mm-hmm. like that because she isn't as crazy as everybody else, but she is so manipulative and so evil and so used to getting what she wants and so used to being the queen of everything that I don't know. It's so subtle the way she does certain things, and they're so well done. Not to mention her beautiful talent uh, performance oh my during God. the pageant with a Jesus on a cross that she sings "You're Just Too Good to Be True" to. Oh Perhaps one of the best scenes in the entire movie. <laughs> Seriously. I, I totally forgot about that scene. And when it came up, I went, oh, my God, this is my favorite scene. <laughs> yes, it's so funny. It's so funny because it, it's so true. Like, especially if you grew up in, you know, I, I guess if you were raised in a household that was like very religious, mm-hmm. it's like you would go to church and the meanest girl at school was also like the most religious and like. Yeah. You know, she's the popular kid, and it's like, yeah, you just, it was like such a big, ridiculous, over the top act that, like, seeing a girl like that in a movie dancing with Jesus on a cross, it was just, it was just, it was great. Well, <laughs> and the perfect. best bit of that entire thing, in my opinion, is them panning to the audience, and they pan to this group of maybe like nine year old boys who just look so, like, of course, like, of course, this is what she's doing. Oh, my God. I'm yeah, so tired. Yeah, they see right through her. And <laughs> yeah. all the parents are probably like, oh, good job, honey. <laughs> yeah, and then they pan to um, the mom and, and Loretta, and they're both just, like, cackling under their breath at what's happening. Right. It's, it's so funny. Um, I've told Matt if he ever does drag that he has to do that Please. as a drag performance. That it's so amazing. important to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I also read because they did film this in a small town. Like you said, Mount Rose isn't uh, a real town, but they filmed in a small town, and uh, the extras were so offended they left. <laughs> like, Good. Good. I was like, fine. <laughs> the, I'm sure the director was like, mission accomplished. <laughs> That's <laughs> the point. A, yeah. <laughs> so I was There's like. Some- Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, it's it's just, that's the whole point of the whole performance is, like, they're doing it as that, like, oh, you know what always wins? Jesus. So let's do a, a good, beautiful Jesus performance about how much you love him. But yes. it's so bad. Like, she can't sing. She can't dance. Like, the freaking hands come off the cross and hug her, and they're held on with Velcro. Like, she carries the cross off the stage. It's so good. <laughs> Oh, God, I love it so much. It's so funny. It, it was really, you know, after having such a hard time finding this movie and then finding this Buzz article or BuzzFeed article, um, it just made me feel so much better. I was like, okay, it is a cult classic. Like, there are people that love this movie. It does have a, a fierce following um, mm-hmm. because it really does deserve that. Like, it, it's just got so many great scenes. Yes. I, this I really... is my... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you're no, fine. No. Go ahead. I was... Uh... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go. Okay. Uh, um, I was just going to say that uh, I feel like this is one of those movies I, I do feel like a younger generation could, could watch and still find really, really funny. Because yes, I feel absolutely. like there's only more now like this, and maybe that's why this didn't do well in 1999. Because like mm-hmm. you said, it was kind of – I think it's very unexpected, and I, I think that uh, there weren't a lot of mockumentaries like this yet. So no. – yeah. I think that's probably why it failed is people went into the theater to watch one thing and came out like, what was that? But now I think that it's something that would be a little bit more acceptable, you know, yeah. especially with the success of the office and parks and rec and those types of shows. Like people are very used to that as a comedic sto- a storytelling style. That's true. That's very true. Um, but what I was going to say is, is this movie is 
so you know when you're hanging out with groups of friends and a movie gets brought up and people say they've never seen it this is like the first movie i make sure people have seen like if they are my friend like it's very <laughs> it's a test it's, it's so important to me that people have seen this movie and i'm not like i don't get like oh my god i can't believe you've never seen it i'm like okay tell me when and i will bring my copy over to your house and we will watch it because it is just I feel like it's timeless. Like the way that they did this movie, it's so, I don't know. I feel like in 30 years, it's still going to be hilarious. Like it's no, not, I, agree. It, it, I don't think it's, I think, yeah, it'll age technology wise, but I think it will still hold up um, to some of the best comedies. Like even just movies like bridesmaids or, you know, any of the, the hangover movies, like anything that's big comedic now, like I feel like drop dead gorgeous can still take over you know, and, and be, is better than all of those movies. I agree. I a hundred percent agree. I, like yeah. I said, when I watched this again, I was laughing really hard. I, you know, it, it's like there, there's so many beats that I'm seeing that I've seen more than once. And yet I was mm-hmm. laughing as though I'd seen it for the first time. And I don't know, it's just really good. Um, the, the timing is great in this movie and everyone, everyone plays their character very well. It's like they're perfectly casted. So Oh, we haven't even talked about Miss Amy Adams. This was her very first movie. Oh, my movie. gosh. I'm not going to lie to you. I was shocked when I saw her. I, I didn't read that she was in this. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I just, I didn't read the BuzzFeed article and everything until after. Um, and when I was watching the movie, I was just looking at her like, oh, my God, that's Amy Adams. Like, I had no idea she was in this movie. And yes. she's almost unrecognizable, though. <laughs> she's she really so is. different. Yeah, I didn't know it was her when I first watched it. Um and then once once I'd seen Amy Adams in a couple of things, then I, you know, because I've watched this movie, I've probably seen this movie at least 70 times. Like, I watch it so much. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and when the credits came up one day, I saw Amy Adams, and I was like, oh, my God, it is her. I didn't even realize that was her. Yeah, I had a moment of, like, that's her, right? And I'm like, or do I sound dumb and it's not her? Like, I had to look it up because she looks yeah. so different. But She really her. does. She's so young. Like, she's like little baby. baby Amy Adams. Yeah. Yeah. And she's being like, it's like not, not, I, I guess more bad girl than you're, she, she just, she's always like doe eyed and like angelic in most movies. <laughs> so, she, yeah. So she's a, she's a slutty ditz in this movie and I love it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, do, do that again. Let's see more yes. of that. Like I loved it. <laughs> yeah. That's another quote. They're not going to let you perform naked. I already asked. <laughs> Yeah, I really like about this movie. It doesn't pull any punches. It just goes there. I mean, they could yeah. be, like, really sensitive about the fact that they're teens, but they just, every weird thing about it being a teen pageant, everything wrong with it, they just go, yeah, let's let's go there. Let's talk about that. <laughs> the, yeah, they have a weird pedophile dude, like... Yeah, the creepy judge. <laughs> Kirstie Alley, like, looking at boys in wrestling outfits. Yes. Here's the folks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Loretta trying to take home anybody that comes by her trailer. Oh, I see you're married. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Yes. It's, and it's, they, yeah, they really don't pull any punches. They, they go full tilt in on everything. I always feel like that's the, the best teen movies do that too. You know, they don't sugarcoat stuff. They don't pretend they don't show a party and like no one's drinking alcohol or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They kind of really hold back. It's like, no, let's just show you how it is. <laughs> yep. And that's just, that's what makes this movie so good. But uh, I can understand maybe made it a little bit controversial back when it came out. Oh, for sure. Especially for the time. And this was like pre 9-11 too. So yeah. they, they were able to get away with a little bit more at the time um, because it was, you know, 99. Um, I don't think after 9-11, they would have been able to, to put this out, honestly. Right. Um, at least not for a while, um, but they were they were kind of in a, a good sweet spot of time where they were able to get away with a little bit more um, than your traditional movie. Yeah, and and I mean, like when you think about some other classic '90s teen movies like Clueless, I mm-hmm. mean they're not they're not edgy like this, they're not dark like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they really the 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 main characters um, may stray a little bit, but they never too far. And I feel like in this movie, they're like, nah, let's just do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, let's you know? just go full in. Yeah. Um, last person I want to talk about, or if you have more people, you can chime in too, but we've got to talk about Brittany Murphy. Oh, yes, that's the last one I'd want to talk about. <sighs> Man, it's like... Ugh. She is, I am I am still torn up of the fact that we've lost her. Like, she is perhaps one of my favorite comedic actresses of all time. I was pretty devastated when she died. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm totally serious. Like, 
I, I grew up watching her in so many things, so many yep. movies that I love. Uh, uh, you know, I do love Clueless, and you know, I, I loved her in um, Girl Interrupted. Uh, yes. Just so many things, and it's like every time I see her, I think again. Like I cannot believe she's gone. Like I, I have to remember that she's gone, and it's yeah. just really sad. Uh, she was so incredibly funny. Like even in this movie, um, even in the small amount that she's in, I'm like, man, she was such a good actress. Like she was yeah, so she was. funny. She's like to me a little bit above in this movie the other girls her age. Like just a little bit funnier. Um, she yep. gets it a little bit more, and it's amazing what she does with her roles because they were always so supportive and smaller than the, you know, she, she usually wasn't yep. the main character, but mm-hmm. she always did so much with it. And you just remember her like in clueless. It's like, you shouldn't really remember that character. She did in that movie as much as you do, but you yep. do because of Brittany Murphy, you know? Yep. <laughs> Same with girl interrupted. She's just yeah. a side character, but man, does she freaking leave a giant hole in your heart in that movie? Ugh, that's another one of my movies. Like, Man, I watched that so many times when it came out. <laughs> I yeah, love I that love movie. that movie. It's, it's so, so good. It's really good. And I, um, I loved all the the. I love that Brittany Murphy was given like the gay jokes of this movie, mm-hmm. uh, because it's another small town trope that doesn't get talked about a lot. Is right the guy who leaves the small town to go to New York to be gay? <laughs> like that's just <laughs> a thing that happens. And yeah. it's her brother, and and she got all the good. I think that's another. Um, reason why this movie is so important to the queer community um, mm-hmm. is because they tackle it in such a good way. Like in a she's so, way. Mm-hmm. yeah, she's so proud of her brother. Like even though he's it, he's a drag queen doing Liza and yeah. Barbara Streisand and stuff like that. But um, and that she's even like he's the real talent of the family. Like yeah, let's be it, honest, like he's gonna sell it. I, I'm not going to. I mean yeah. that's that's pretty huge. And and also she's uh, she saves the character in the end, she's so incredibly kind and open-minded and kind-hearted. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like she, she's the best character in the movie or the, the kindest character in the movie. And, uh, and yeah, and she's got, um, a a gay brother that moves to New York and is a drag queen. So, I mean, just portrayed in a way that it's, it, it wasn't a lot back then, you know? Yes. Another line Matt and I yell at each other often is just gay. When she yells at her dad. Oh, yeah. She's like, he's gay. The dad's, gay. like, shocked. You're like, really? Yeah. How do you not know that? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I just, oh, I miss her. I just wish she I was. I do, too. Yeah. Gosh, there's so many good people in this movie. Yeah, there really are. Especially, like, just some of the smaller roles that are in the movie. Like, um, Will Sasu playing the the autistic guy. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The brother of the judge. Um, he was so big at the time. Like that was, I remember I, I almost didn't him recognize and, him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was doing mad TV at the time. And that mm-hmm. was such a big, like at the time that was a huge thing. So when I first saw this movie, I was really excited. And one of my favorite actresses is actually in the movie is, uh, Mo Gaffney. She's the, one of the, um, pageant at the state level, one of the pageant judges, um, She's, she used to be a big, like, theatrical actress, oh, okay. um, along with Kathy Najimi. They used to have, like, a little comedy troupe together. Um, and so when I saw her in that movie when I was a freshman in high school, I, like, was an excited little theater gay boy who was so so excited to see her in a movie because she was usually just a stage actress. Oh, awesome. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, she's, she's super funny. If you ever see her in anything else, like, anything she does is freaking hilarious. Yeah, that's so awesome. It, it's so sad that this movie just had so many good actresses and actors in it that, mm. you know, it, it didn't land at the time. But, I mean, it's not going away, and I think that's because it was so good. Even when you take it off all media, it's not going away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and Adam West at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> when it queued up, I was like, that's so weird. It's Adam yeah. West. <laughs> but it, but it's like a perfect role for him. I love when they drop the, the creepy line later in the movie. Yes. Or at the end of the movie. Was it, yeah. Was it the, yeah, yeah. Where she's like, you know, my friend was with Adam West, and he was really creepy or something like that. Yeah, so he, like, was, oh. he was super horny. Oh, yeah, super horny. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, they went there, too. It's like, it's yeah. really good. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, let's see. So we kind of we kind of jumped around a little bit. Uh, why don't you tell some of your favorite scenes? Like, what are a few of your favorite favorite scenes from this movie? Um, 
So I think uh, the one that comes to mind at first is the sequence between um, Amber and Gladys is um, whenever Amber's um, final her talent portion costume goes missing um, and she goes to kind of confront Gladys to tell her like, you know, I I can't find my costume because you stole it, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to wear this and, and because Gladys has been trying to stop Amber at every point of the game. Um, And, and just watching her just kind of give her that little speech of like, no, you're not going to do that because I finally won and you're not going to get it. And sorry, like that whole sequence is just so, like it's that it's that evil villain kind of speech you know what i mean but done in a different kind of light of her just being like oh i don't think so you know i win you lose you're done yeah Um, that's one of my favorite sequences um and then there's just a whole bunch of like little like weird flashbacks that happen throughout this movie because it's supposed to be a documentary like when they show oh you know a lot of the pageant girls go on to be actresses and then they show this like winner from the sixties doing like a commercial for a meat packing plant. Oh my God. I love that part. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, I "I work here now. Yeah. Yeah, I work here now. Um, (laughs) another great line that I quote often. Um, (laughs) so little things like that. Hi girls. (laughs) You too could be selling sausages here. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, and then just the the end of the entire movie where it all just comes crashing down, like where there was no point to any of it. The entire movie was pointless. Like, yes. Yes. Uh, that is so powerful to me because you do not see that in film ever. Like there's always this great climax and it's mm-hmm. such like this weird letdown and like this kind of like, oh, my God, like all of that was for nothing. Um Yes. And I, 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 like I said, I love dark comedies. I love movies that do that kind of stuff. So that is like the best punch to me to end the movie. Yes. I, I think, uh, yeah, her, her going there and it's closing down and that's it. It's yeah. like, that's so real though. You know, like, yeah, it you is. know, that happens. And it, it's so, it's so funny. And then she's just kind of like, where do I go from here? And you know, she, she does get a little wrap up at the end with the, uh, yeah. which we need to talk about that too. The, yes. <laughs> the, uh, news lady thing but um but yeah it's like that 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 stuff happens <laughs> to people and it's yep. like you don't put that in a movie normally it's it's kind of a big risk and yes I, I do think the 90s that they had that whole like nihilistic view that was like kind of big then so it yep. seeped into movies a little more and it's definitely something i miss you you definitely don't see that anymore. Like right now, like, you know, like something like uh, trying to compare this to movies now, something like Pitch Perfect wouldn't do something like that, you know? No, no, not at all. They wouldn't get to the competition and they're like, oh, by the way, the competition's over. That's the end of the entire movie. Goodbye. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's just like because that's how I was raised, but that's hilarious, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I, I do wish more movies had that kind of ending. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, okay. It, uh, I guess chiming in with my favorite parts. I think yes. that my favorite part of the movie is probably uh, towards the end after uh, Denise Richards is exploded on a float, which is also great. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then her mother admits to, you know, killing the girl in the tractor. And then I think that's the, that's the point in the movie where she pulls out the gun, right? Or is no, it, or she, it's after she gets she, out of prison. Uh, that's it. That's at the very end yeah, when yeah. she has the gun. That's just she just kind of confesses to everything, and um, the police show up, and also the cops crew shows up, which is mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, yeah. If you're from, I guess it, that's more of like a '90s, 2000s thing to appreciate the cops joke. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's still a thing. <laughs> right? Yeah, young people is that still a thing? <laughs> yeah, hey, youths, is cops still around? Um, but yeah, and then it's at the very end when she escapes from prison. That's when she right, has the right. gun. Okay, okay. I was like trying to remember yeah. which part. But yeah, when she escapes with the gun and she just shoots the news lady, and Kirsten Dunst just picks up the mic and just yes. starts delivering the news. I love that part. That's another yes. part that I think is like that's really dark. Like, yeah, that news later total the news reporter totally died. Like a hundred percent is dead. <laughs> and she was just like, it. <laughs> "It's my time. I can do it." You know. Yeah, it's like that's the world she lives in, and it's. Yeah, it's like by that point in the movie, you're like, yeah, that that happened. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, I think she's seen so much death in that movie that right. she's just kind of like, meh, whatever. <laughs> I'm just gonna roll with it. Yeah, just roll with the punches. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's probably my favorite part. 
<laughs> and then yes. I think also the scene with any scene with Brittany Murphy was probably my favorite too. Yes. Um, let's see. Do you have any other? Um, I think the only other one that I, that, I mean, I love the entire movie and I love every scene. Um, but one that resonated with me a lot, um, when I was first watching the movie was, um, the one chick who is like the actress of the group, the uh, pageant girls. And she does a monologue from Soylent Green. Yes. (laughs) I love that part. (laughs) I love that movie too. I do too. Um, but it was just funny to see someone like, that's their talent portion, especially because when they ask her what she's going to do, she's like, I think I'm going to do a monologue from Othello or Soylent Green. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, why those two choices? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> and she went with Soylent Green. Um, and I was a theater kid in high schools in junior high. So at the time seeing that was just really funny to me. Cause I knew a lot of people that tried to be edgy like that, that yeah. were like, Oh, if I do this monologue from this movie, it's really going to make me stand out. And it, it, when you see the performance, you're like, wow, that was a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that is very strange. Yeah. Yes. And that actress actually is an indie singer now. We found oh, really? her the other day, and her music is wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. We were like, oh, how fun. How we love every single person from this movie and what they do. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I kind of forgot about that scene. You're right. I really like that part. Yeah. Yes. Um, I also like the uh, the sign language girl. Yes. She's awesome. Uh, I, I, I knew lo- a girl like that in high school, so it's oh, really... really? <laughs> yes, she was super into sign language and would sing songs and do the sign language thing, so... That's awesome. I love when yeah. she's, like, uh, when she goes deaf, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's, like, happy the about it? made her deaf. Yeah, she's so happy. And everyone's happy for her. <laughs> oh and also she was like i have to go um when she's just like my cousin my cousin just had a baby and the baby's deaf or something yeah <laughs> she, she's so into deaf culture yeah it's which, like so weird <laughs> yeah it, it is a thing though like i remember in high school there were a couple like i said my one friend was really into sign language and deaf people it was a really weird <laughs> kind of thing she was obsessed with so <laughs> that's awesome yeah um let's see i'm trying to think of yeah, there's so many moments. It's, it's hard to, like, chronologically go through this movie, which is why I'm not doing it, because there's just so many... It, it's like the movie's kind of full of sketches, you know? It's like just yeah. moments that are just so funny. It's hard to narrow them down. I feel like if we did every single moment, we'd be here till, like, midnight, so... I know. When, when you said, what's your favorite scene, I was almost like, all right, so the movie opens, and Adam West is there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just recite the entire movie up until the very end. I think the only other weird thing that was for there that I didn't know was um, the uh, the singer from Japan that was in the movie, Seiko oh. Matsuda, that she was like a big J-pop star, and they made them put her, they made the the team put her in the movie for some reason. Oh, how <laughs> so. weird! I found that whole, you know, Japanese parent American daughter thing. I feel like that wouldn't land today. <laughs> it really wouldn't, but it's still so funny. To yeah. Me. <laughs> Especially because we're nerds and we're weeboos and like anime, like yeah. to see that weird, like reverse version of a weeboo, like a Japanese person obsessed with American culture is like such a weird flip from yeah. the community that we're from. Like, it's so bizarre. And her daughter is just so, like, just like ordinary and disinterested. It's like. Yeah. And like and like then she they've got the other daughter who's like competing with her. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. So bizarre. Let's see. Uh yeah. I, I read that uh Kirstie Alley was almost Sigourney Weaver. That's kind of crazy. I think that would have been too intense. <laughs> I think so too. We we talked about that after I read the article, me me and Matt, and you know, he we love so I mean it's Sigourney Weaver. I mean you right. can't not She's love amazing. her. But I think I'm glad that didn't happen. Like, I still really love Kirstie Alley's performance. And I feel like Sigourney Weaver may have taken it too far, like, too dark of a place. And there wouldn't have been as much of that, that like, lighthearted side that Kirstie Alley brings to the role. I but I, I still want to go to that, like, alternate universe where that happened and watch right. it so I can see what that version looks like. Right. I mean, Sigourney Weaver can be funny. I mean, she was in yeah. Galaxy Quest, and she's great in yes. that. So, I mean, she I, I guess she can do it. But, yeah, and then uh, Ellen Barkin's character being Goldie Hawn. It's like, that would be weird. It was, it's like, yeah, there's, like, an alternate version of this movie in a parallel universe where it's, like, a serious movie. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go see that. <laughs> You're like, I'm <laughs> Just on board. Just to see how it turned out. Reboot. Yeah, let's go. 
Um, yeah. People want to go stop Hitler, and I'm like, no, I want to go to the universe where I get to watch this version of Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Yes. Let's see. I've got anything? Yeah. I. Um, yeah. I think that's. I think that's pretty much. We we kind of covered a lot of it. Um, unless did you have anything on your list that you kind of wanted to go over? Um, I mean, the only other thing I, I kind of wanted to touch on was, um, this being such a strong, like female movie, like mm-hmm. there's so many strong female leads in this film. Um, and growing up as a little gay boy in a big city, like it's weird that this movie resonated with me so much, but I've found that that happened to a lot of gay kids growing up in the early two thousands. Like, um, my husband and I resonated on this movie. We had both seen it before. He saw it when it was in, in theaters um, when he was a kid. Um, and so we both had already seen the movie before we got together. Most of my friends that are gay have already seen this movie. So um, it definitely has like, I think one, because of all of the female characters in the film being mm-hmm. so strong and there's really not a whole lot of men present. And if they are, they're just kind of a side gag. Um, and then, you know, uh, Brittany Murphy's character being so open and accepting of her brother and mm-hmm. being all the kind of jokes about drag and all that kind of stuff, um, being such shown in such a positive light kind of made this an important movie to me growing up as a gay kid trying to figure out who I was, which is weird to think because this movie is not like it's, it, it's just another one of those examples of weird movies that became queer icon movies. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but I think there's, yeah, good reason, you know? Yeah. I think it's just an important movie to me, um, and it it helped me get through a lot of dark times because of the comedic value to it and because I've watched it so many times, it's kind of helped me get through a lot of dark times in my life, and I appreciate that movie, this movie for that. That's really awesome. Yeah, I think that, you know... The, the reason one of the reasons why it could have resonated with you or, or me or a lot of people is I feel like movies, especially back then, it's like there's these specific archetypes that are in every single movie. And uh, and then there's a lot of people that are just left out. Everybody in between is left out. You know, it's yeah. like it's like a popular girl, popular guy, unpopular girl, unpopular guy. What if you don't fit in those categories? You know, yeah. it's like. There's no characters like that. And typically movies like this that are a little bit, um, I guess like wackier, darker, uh, they, they do explore the side characters or side people, Mm -hmm. you know, not the mainstream, not the, the main characters. So I, I think that could be one reason. Um, and this is definitely a movie of side characters, (laughs) right? It's like getting your, your day in the sun, so to speak, because it, it, you never really see that. Um, yes. but yeah. And I, I mean, you know, I definitely related a lot to this movie too, because I felt like, I just never felt like the smiley, uh, teenager, you know? And, and yep. I remember in high school, like having to watch movies like, um, I mean, I actually, I, when I got older, I liked she's all that, but there were a lot of movies like that. And I think mm-hmm. just because I was kind of like an angry teenager, <laughs> it's like yeah. I see those movies and I'm like, these are terrible. I was like, these are so empty and so shallow and so there's nothing here. But then this movie, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's like real life. Like even, as wacky as yep. it is, the the dark humor is really real to me. And yeah. But um, I don't know. I think that's really cool that you had that, that, that deep connection to it. It's always amazing the different movies that people can have such a a close connection to. And like you said, get you through dark times. I definitely have movies like that. Yes. This is always my go-to if I'm feeling sad. I'm like, I need to watch Drop Dead Gorgeous and just laugh for a little while. Um, And even, like I said, even though I've seen it over 70 times, like, I still laugh through the entire thing. Like, it's still so funny to me. Um, and I always feel like I'm finding something new or different every time I'm watching the movie that I didn't quite notice before. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really subtle little things that they kind of hit out throughout their movie um, for little jokes. Um, so this movie, ha- to me, has a lot of replayability. <laughs> yeah, and I think if they were to make this movie today, there would be, like, way more LGBT characters. I think yes. that's another reason why you connected to it. It's almost like, they're saying we're not going to put this character in here. We can't, but they're here. You can feel it. Like yeah. this character should have been, you know, 
Yeah. Well, and the, and everyone that's that's competing in the pageant is weird. You know, they're not yeah. a normal. Even even the two, even uh, Kirsten Dunst and Denise Richard Denise Richardson's character, they're not normal people. <laughs> like even though they're they're supposed to be the the kind of dark and light of the movie, you know, they're still a little bit off. You know, Amber yeah. lives in a trailer park. You know, freaking Denise Richards' character is the president of the Lutheran Gun Club. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> so right. Bizarre. That's a good point. Everything's all, everyone's a little off, and and that's important to me because I feel like movies that show especially teenagers is super like normal and cool. Like no teenager is cool. Like there's not a single one. (laughs) Right. It's like you get a sense that they're all kind of faking trying to like this pageant is kind of going to prove that they're good enough. And then it doesn't, you know, and it's like, there's something really satisfying about that. But yeah, it's so good. Oh my gosh. I just, that's my biggest message for people from listening to this. They need to go (laughs) see this movie. Like, please. It's so good. (laughs) <laughs> I know it's impossible to find, but find it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's worth the reward. It's like you said, you were like, I'm sorry you had trouble finding it. And I was like, well, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. It's very sad. It, it, I, it, I, you don't find that often anymore. Like it used to be like that. Like you'd have to go from blockbuster to blockbuster to try to right? find a movie because it wasn't just easy to find so it's so strange to me to kind of go back to that time period of being like what do you mean i can't just stream it like yeah what do you mean i can't rent it on amazon like what 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 am i supposed to do there's a movie training company near me and i was like am i gonna go in there (laughs) like i haven't been in a movie training company in like 10 years but um i actually recently got rid of most of my dvds like i sold a bunch of them and i'm kind of going over to digital but yeah, yeah. every once in a while there's a movie like this and I was kind of excited at the thought of having to buy it and I will say um, I, I read in this article that people were talking about oh having to pay $50 eh, I found it on Amazon for like $10 so I wouldn't worry too much you can find it, you can do it I have faith in you, you guys <laughs> if you really want to watch it, you can find it it's just yeah. you won't be able to watch it right away you're going to have to like have it delivered to your house <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like the good old days. Yeah, just like the good old days. Yeah, I do miss that sometimes. Like, I miss going to, like, uh, not even Blockbuster, but, like, the blo- the budget version of Blockbuster. Man, I am tripping up all over my words today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the budget version of Blockbuster, where, you know, you, you would get, like, five movies at a time, even though there's yes. no way you're going to see all five of those. You're like, sure, all of these. Maybe at the time I could have because I didn't have a job, but... Yes, always a challenge. <laughs> now that would never happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I really like this movie because I think the time that it came out, even though, like I said, I think I was like a, a bitter teenager or towards the end of my teenage years. Uh, but there's just something, it's just something really nostalgic and comforting about this movie. <laughs> Agreed. I feel like it pulled the best part of that bad part of my life out. <laughs> yes, it, it highlights the weird teenage awkwardness in yeah. such a weird kind of way. Yeah, which I don't know that I've grown out of that, but I still relate to it, so. Yep, same. <laughs> still there for some reason. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, what would you say to someone that has not seen this movie? What, what's your sales pitch? Um... Well, first I would like tell them, find out when they're not busy and when can I bring my copy over. Um... <laughs> But I think the main sales pitch of it is um, it is about a teenage beauty pageant and it's actually good. <laughs> yeah. Like, because that's what it's about, but it's not in that weird, kitschy kind of way. Like, it's, it's dark comedy, it's Amy Adams' first movie, and um, it's really dark and I don't want to spoil anything for you. <laughs> Just let me bring it over and I'll show it to you sometime. I love that. It's always awesome when there's a movie like that that you just feel so, you know, confident and good about that you're like, I'm just going to come over and you're just going to watch it right now. <laughs> like, you don't have a choice. <laughs> you're going. I've to never it. gotten a negative response from anybody with this movie. Like, it is, it is, there's something for everyone in this movie. Like, even if you don't like comedy, even if you don't like, mockumentary even if you don't like some of the actors that are in that movie like i hate denise richards like right. we said before yeah. like i don't like her at all but oh my god she's my favorite one of my favorites in this movie like yeah that that is a really big strength of this movie that i think it really pulled out the best of everybody i don't know how they did it it's like it's definitely lightning in a bottle because 
Exactly. I agree. I don't know. I don't know how they did it. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I guess I would say uh, this is kind of a forerunner. You, you kind of already touched on this, but before we had Parks and Rec, before we had uh, Office, uh, Office, the office. I'm starting to say office space. Sorry. I mean, it's just my head's in another the great movie. right now. Yeah. Another great movie. <laughs> um, but before we had movies or shows like that, this kind of was a forerunner for it and it's just done so well and it yes. just, it ages so well. It, it captures the small time feel. It captures the, uh, conservative upbringing. I mean, I think in our, you know, political climate right now, it's, you know, it's topical. So I, I don't know. I just think it's really, really good. It captures Minnesota really well. Like when I went to Minnesota, I was like, there's no way there everyone's going to talk like that. Yeah, no, they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Fargo. Well, any other closing thoughts? I'm just always afraid of cutting somebody off and saying like, we're done. And then they're like, no. I didn't get to say anything. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that would, I mean, we pretty much touched on everything. I, I could talk about this movie all day. Like I, I love it so much. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, I would just tell everyone to go see it. If you haven't seen it, it's like you said, it's worth it. Like just, just give it a try and you will not regret it. This is one of the funniest movies in my mind. And it is my, and I, and I love movies. I, mm-hmm. I watched movies since my mom could show me movies like that. It's always been part of my life. And this movie is my favorite movie period. Like I've seen some of the best and some of the biggest Oscar winners and some of the biggest Rotten Tomatoes winners, you know, highest percentages. And this one still wins in my heart every single time. Right. And you have that background in theater. So you, you really yes. feel a connection to it. Yeah, absolutely. And but, it's dark and I love dark. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much again. I know I keep saying it, but thank you for picking this movie and thank yes. you for coming on here. I, I really appreciate it. Um, it just, it just, again, it brings to my mind, man, I, we need to pick more movies like this. Like this is, <laughs> this is, we're missing an entire genre of comedy. <laughs> so, yes. And it's my favorite you. genre. And thank you for letting me talk about this movie for an hour. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You could have gone longer. You could have gone two hours, three hours. Doesn't matter. I'm here. I'll listen because yes. I, yes. I love hearing about movies. I really do. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, you know, want to have you back and, you know, put together a list. Let's pick another one because I want to do this again. This is really fun. Yes, let's do Young Frankenstein, man. That's like yes. my jam. <laughs> Let me double check and make sure I didn't promise that to somebody. Or we could yes. do like a three, three person thing. I'm yes. open. I'm open to whatever we do with it because I, yes. I, I that movie is happening. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. one of the best. <laughs> it is. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, I'll talk Lisa. To you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I just really appreciate it. Uh, This was such a fun episode. Like I said, just really exciting to kind of delve into new genres and hear new stories. And I have a couple guests coming up that I'm really, really excited about. Um, Thank you again to Mitchell for being so, so patient. And one more thank you to, (laughs) to Josh for helping me find this computer and for helping me along the way. Thank you to everybody that has been sending out uh, suggestions and reaching out to be a guest and just reaching out with general advice. I really do appreciate all of you so much. Um, Wanted to say our t-shirt campaign just ended, so um, you guys should be getting your shirt soon if you ordered one. Also wanted to say we are at 10 reviews, guys, on iTunes. I am so excited. (laughs) We just need five more positive reviews, and I will do the giveaway. I'm shortening it from 20 to 15 because I'm just so excited right now. But, yeah, leave a review on iTunes for us. Um, If it's a positive review, you will be entered to win a giveaway. It'll be a $20 gift card to a movie chain of your choice. And who doesn't love free money? So all it takes is that you just sign up. Also, guys, I would please encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to us. Uh, Both subscribing and leaving reviews helps other people find this podcast and just supports us. And we really, really do appreciate it. Uh, if you want to leave me any feedback, you can reach me on Twitter at AYA Lisa Cosplay. You can also reach me on Instagram at AYA and as a Nancy AMI Lisa. And lastly, you can reach us in our closed Facebook group called I Love That Movie. Just send a request and I'll add you. It's just a safe space to discuss movies that are coming out, movies that you love, just whatever you want, judgment free. 
Um, so yeah, so join us. I really appreciate it, guys. I will see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.